Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Okay, yesterday at 5 o'clock, Leland Vitter joins us. He joins us every day at 5. He is the host of On Balance on News Nation, and he was pretty fired up that New York had banned gas stoves. Yeah. He said, see, they said it was going to happen and everyone denied it, and now it has happened. I got a very long text from a pediatrician who is retired who went into great detail about how dangerous they are for children with asthma or adults with COPD. I asked him to come on the air, and he said, oh, there's better experts than than myself. Um, But one of the people that knows about this is Abe Scar. He's joined us before on WGN. He is the director of the Illinois Public Interest Research Group. New York ditches the gas stoves. Does that mean that Illinois is next, Abe? Uh, Potentially. I don't think uh, any statewide action is imminent, but we are working in Chicago. A coalition is working to stop new connections to the gas system, and that would be something I would stress. We're not banning gas stoves. We're not taking any uh, stoves out of people's homes. We're talking about a policy that would say, as we build new homes in Chicago and in other parts of the country, do we want to um, connect them to the gas system or do we want to start them out with all electric technology? And that's definitely the direction we think we should go. And that's what they did in New York, right? They're not banning that's gas right. stoves. They're simply saying when it comes to new construction beginning in 2026 and then in 2029, based on the building size, um, you will be required to use electric or induction stovetops. Induction stovetops are also considered electric, right? Yes, there are electric stoves that use magnetism to be, you know, many people think, uh, higher performing than gas stoves. I actually have an induction cooktop in my house. I love it. It um, works great. It's great for cooking on, and it doesn't have any of that pesky air pollution that comes out of cooking with gas. Abe, I would imagine most stove purchases are replacements and not in newly constructed buildings. So when my uh, stove dies and I want to get a new gas stove, would I be able to do that under your ideas? Yeah, certainly for the foreseeable future. Um, Again, what these policies are about is about uh, hooking up new buildings, buildings that are just being built to the gas system. And if folks want to, or they're, if they're in a, an existing building that's connected to their gas system, they have a gas stove now and want to replace it with a gas stove, they'd still be able to do that under the under the governor, excuse me, under the Illinois, <laughs> saying it wrong a couple of times, under the New York law, as well as what we've got proposed in Chicago. You were quoted in an article, I believe, in the Wall Street Journal. You said New York's new law is, quote, an indication that this policy is definitely building momentum and becoming more mainstream, in particular within the Democratic Party. Part of the case we're making, that is, if we want to show off Chicago and how it's a leader in many policy areas, but including climate and affordable utilities, this would be an important step for the mayor-elect Johnson to take an important step to take before the Democratic National Convention? Is that how the story goes? Yeah, we think so. Uh, Obviously, many people are excited that Chicago is once again hosting the Democratic National Convention. And I do think that this policy is increasingly mainstream in general and within the Democratic Party. You know, Governor Pritzker 
put out an op-ed a month or so ago calling for greater accountability for gas utilities and for exploring the electrification of buildings. It's been a huge part of the Biden administration's policy platform with the Inflation Reduction Act. There's a ton of money coming for folks to move uh, their household to be more powered with electricity and to get rid of gas appliances and replace them with efficient electric appliances. So this is the you know the public policy direction of our country in many states. And I know it is a little newer. You know, it's not like renewable energy, wind and solar that folks have been talking about for decades. I think the idea for many folks of transitioning to all electric homes is a little newer. And we have some work to do to educate people. But there's a tremendous opportunity here to actually have you know, uh, more affordable electric uh, utility bills. Do we have the infrastructure? The the to to if we when we do go all electric with that and electric cars, do we have the infrastructure to support it, or does it take that minimal amount of electricity? It it will depend on smart planning for sure. We would not be ready to you know snap our fingers and have everybody powering their electric car and heating their homes with, uh, you know, efficient heat pumps, electric heat pumps tomorrow. But that's not how things work. (laughs) And and we wouldn't want to try that. We'd get a lot of resistance if we told everybody they had to replace their car tomorrow. So we have time to invest in the electrical grid and make necessary investments. And yes, it it will certainly increase electricity demand if all the gas-powered cars transition to electric-powered cars. Uh, But there are other things we can do to improve efficiency so that we're not just, you know, incredibly increasing the load on our electric system. Abe Starr is with us. He's the director of the Illinois Public Interest Research Group. I just wanted to reintroduce you, Abe. Uh, Talk about health benefits. You know, our time is always limited, and we have contractors who are weighing in saying there's a great cost if you're making a switch from gas to electric. But I want to quickly have you talk about the health benefits of it, because that's what intrigues me. Yeah, so burning gas, a fossil fuel in your home, releases chemicals that uh, and other pollutants that can cause health problems, in particular asthma and aggravated asthma. There was a recent study that found over 20% of childhood asthma cases in Illinois could gas stoves. They release nitrogen dioxide, which is one of the key problems. Think about all the other gas appliances you may have in your home, a boiler or furnace, uh, your water heater. They all vent to the outside, and that means the pollution is going outside, but it's more diffuse. Um, But with a stove, it's right in the middle of your kitchen. You're often standing right over it, and that's a big problem. And so the ventilation helps. And if you're cooking with a gas stove, you should always use ventilation, external ventilation, if you have it in your home. But it doesn't actually solve the problem. And so that's another major reason that we think it makes sense over time to transition to all electric uh, cooking. And in your mind, if you could get this movement pushed forward, would you hope that legislation would be enacted prior to the Democrat? I mean, that's next year. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, this was a recommendation of uh, Mayor Lightfoot's Building Decarbonization Working Group, which met a couple years ago and put out a report last fall. There was actually almost an ordinance introduced by the the current mayor, I guess, outgoing mayor in in February. So this has already been on the table um, as a candidate. 
Mayor-elect Johnson spoke favorably about policies like this. So there is a coalition effort and an expectation that this is going to be picked up. And yeah, we'd like to see it picked up this year, not necessarily enacted immediately. And, and you know, that that all have to be negotiated. But we do think that we should be getting Chicago to take this position and move in this direction within the next year. Abe, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. Has uh, Do you have anything published on it where people can go take a look? Uh, yeah, not too much specifically on this pro- uh, this policy we've been talking about, but in general, there's plenty on our website at IllinoisPerg.org. Thank you so much. Thank Lots you. of text messages coming in. We'll share your viewpoint. You can always leave us voicemail at 312-222-5050, or you can call us at 312-981-7200. And it is a Thank You Thursday, and it's Teacher Appreciation Week, so start sending those in as well. Steve's News is next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom.